Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. These white men are dangerous. Yo. Yo, yo. What's up? It's me, Derek, your host of the Degenerate Derek Podcast, Season 3. I believe it is Episode 11. Uh, we're back for the NFL Week 3 recap. I should have tons of people listening today because I got my fucking ass beat over the weekend. I got beat so bad. I couldn't pick anything. All my picks were wrong. I went one and four. I lost to uh, I lost to dumbass Daniel, who I gave out five picks last week. Uh, he went, I think, three and two. Yeah, he went three and two. I went one and four, so I am officially I'm I'm already behind. I'm already behind. Dipshit Daniel, and God, he's he's loving life right now. He is loving life. I hate that man. I almost said something that I would have had to have deleted there. This is the reason why I hate Daniel. It's because Daniel's such a little bitch. He said, I just want to brag that I'm 2-2 two and two and Derek is 1-3. and three. That is all. I pointed out, I just want to brag that I don't get cheated on and Daniel does. That is all. He said, as long as I beat Derek head-to-head, I'll get cheated on all day long. And he means that. He would rather, like, if it, if it was up to either he got cheated on all the time by his girlfriend or he beat me, if he could only choose one, like, not get cheated on, Beat Derek, he would choose to beat me and still get cheated on because he's a cuck. He's a cuck and I can't stand it. And I will never lose to a cuck again. I will never lose to a cuck again. I don't even care. I mean, I do care a little bit, but I, I more care about my money and I lost a bunch of it this weekend. I lost a whole bunch of it. So let's just get into it. But yes, uh, welcome. I know I'm going to have a ton of people listening today because like I said last week, on weeks that I do shit, uh, my downloads are crazy. And weeks that I do good, my downloads are, you know, they're a little lower. And my inbox, you can just tell by my inbox that I lost this weekend because my inbox was absolutely stuffed. It was stuffed like Daniel's girlfriend with another guy. It was that stuffed. Uh, so let's just get straight into it. One and four weekend. Let's get into the five picks that I have a hard on for that got blown up. Number five. Number five. Fourth down and eight. If the Bears are ready in field goal range, the pass is caught in the end zone for a touchdown by Anthony Miller. The Chicago Bears take the lead with a minute 53 seconds remaining. Yeah, so that was the uh, Bears and the Falcons. I had this game dead to rights. Nailed it. I mean, absolutely nailed it. Everything that I said about this game came true. Um, until with the internet, as the internet calls him, Big Dick Nick, which is Nick Foles, he replaced Mitchell Turdbisky and brought the Bears all the way back, scoring 24th quarter points for the Falcons to yet have another meltdown and lose the game 30-26 to in a game they were absolutely dominating, just like I said they would. But you know what I didn't count on? I didn't count on them putting Nick Foles in. I thought, you know, 
it'd be one of those situations where the Falcons were beating them and just after the game maybe maybe Nick Foles started next week. You know, I did think that they would replace him being 2 and 0. Uh but they did. They made the right call. The Bears did. And uh that Bears team isn't bad when Nick's in there. I mean, we'll see how they go the rest of the year, but obviously he looked really great in the score, you know, 20 points in the fourth quarter and to come back and win, that was impressive. Uh I got hoed cuz I was Definitely on the right side there. Everything I said about that game was absolutely correct. I don't care what. I just, you know, uh, Nick Foles coming in. I mean, that guy is uh, hes a Super Bowl champion, all right? He's got like a mystique about him. He's got this legend about him coming in and just, you know, ever since he did it with the bitch-ass Eagles. But then he goes down, he takes over his own team in Jacksonville, and he just absolutely sucks ass. And actually, I know, I think he got hurt, right? He got hurt right away. That's right. Anyways... Big Dick Nick, as the internet calls him, comes in and saves the day for the Bears, and that makes me 0-1. Let's move on to number four. Number four. Connor again. Connor cuts it upfield. Head of steam to the end zone. Touchdown, Steelers. So this game really pissed me off. This was uh, Steelers-Texans. I had Texans plus four. You know, when you lose, whatever. But when you're winning the whole entire game, which is what the Texans were, until there was six minutes left in the fourth, and then they just fell apart. I mean, they were moving the ball. Deshaun Watson was doing exactly what I thought Deshaun Watson was going to do, but they just couldn't do anything in the second half. Uh, credit to the Steelers. They went in, made a, made whatever adjustments they made, and, and came out and shut the Texans the fuck down the whole second half. They ended up losing that game by seven, and uh, I don't end up covering, even though I was covering the whole game. The whole game. God damn it. Number three. For the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Tyler Croft. The Bills have the lead with 15 seconds left. So I still got to go back and watch this whole game, but I did get to watch the end of the Rams-Bills. I had the Rams minus two. Uh, That play, I mean, I shouldn't have won that game. I didn't win that game, and I shouldn't have. The, The Bills were definitely handling business the whole time. Uh, Rams did make a, a great comeback and even took the lead. And, you know, there was a very controversial offensive pass interference that was called when the Bills were driving. They needed to score a touchdown. I believe they were down four. Yeah, so they needed to get into the end zone. It was fourth down. Uh, the refs call a very questionable P.I. on the Rams defense. And, you know, the Bills get another shot. They put, they end up putting it into the end zone like I just played right there. They end up winning that game 35-32. I wasn't as mad about that game because just I felt like the Rams, I mean, I counted that as a loss real early on because they were just getting the shit beat out of them. Bills are, I mean, Josh Allen, like, hats off to them. Bills are definitely, they're for real. And that 3-0, and that was a big win for them, a big comeback win. You know, they fell apart, but then they got back together. Josh Allen threw four touchdowns. Bills look really good. That was a that was a good win by them. That was probably my only loss that I felt like I deserved. The other ones I definitely, you know, felt like I deserved a W. But anyways, number two. Number two. So that was uh, Dak Prescott doing all he could there at the end of the game, avoiding that sack, trying to make something happen. Ends up throwing a pick into the end zone. Threw a couple picks in the game. 
first one, I, that second one, he's just throwing it up. I mean, I don't really fault him for that one. The first one that also led to a Seahawks touchdown. Um, it that one was definitely on him. He just threw the ball. I think I think it was Cooper. He was throwing it to. He threw it behind him, and the dude that has like one arm picked him off. Great player though, Shaquille Griffin, or is it Griffith? I forget. But anyways, uh, he still played a great game though. I thought Dak played really well. I thought Zeke played like shit. I wish that they would take the play call where they throw Zeke the ball off the fucking play sheet. It is the worst play the Cowboys run, and they kept trying to throw him the ball over and over and over. I feel like he had 10 targets, two catches for three yards. I mean, it was if it's not that exactly, it is close to that. Because at one point, he had seven targets for one catch and negative four yards. So whatever stat line I just gave out, it's not much better. Uh, the Pollard, the kickoff where you know Pollard drops it at the one and – it leads to the Cowboys' safety. That was, you know, a big miscue. Uh, Greg Zerline missing extra points. That sucked. A great play by Diggs on defense with that bomb to Metcalf from Wilson where he thought he was, you know, thought he was just going to stroll into the end zone. Dig hustles up, knocks the ball out of the back of the end zone. Cowboys get the ball. I thought the Cowboys played really well, especially against a team that is, you know, it's it, they're one A and one B with the Packers. The Seahawks are. That's you know they're obviously the best team in the NFC. Um, Russell, you know, leading MVP candidate. Back to back weeks, he throws five touchdowns. Surprise! I mean, even with giving up the amount of points that the Cowboys did, I still thought the defense played. I mean, you know, Alden Aldon Smith. Alden Smith is now leading. I call him Aldon. Whatever. Alden Smith is leading the league in sacks. I think he had three today. We were getting good pressure. It's just, you know, Russell Wilson's going to do what Russell Wilson does. And the defense, you know, they hung in there. Dak played well. It was really a good game. I'm not even that salty about the loss. I'm a little salty that the Cowboys were up 31-30. to And I knew the Seahawks were going to take the lead on that drive. I was just hoping it was going to be by a field goal. That way they would have covered the five-point spread that I had. But unfortunately... Um, Russell Wilson threw one, you know, his, his fifth and final touchdown pass of the afternoon, and the Cowboys lose that one 38 to 31. All right, let's move on to a winner. I got a winner here. Number one, night game, Sunday night football. Let's call up from the practice squad. Play fullback and lead the way. And Rodgers, it's right open for Robert Tunyon. And the touchdown. So the Packers beat the Saints last night 37 to 30. Drew Brees is officially dead. I've said it all year long. I mean it. I'm staying by it. I know that, you know, the Saints were still able to put up 30 points, but he missed so many throws in that game. So many throws. Uh, Alvin Kamara looks awesome. They will be better when Michael Thomas comes back, but I just don't feel like the Saints with Drew Brees at quarterback, you know, they still can make a wild card. I think the Bucs are going to win that division for sure, but they're just not going to beat the elite teams, you know. Their their Saints are going to be a middle of the road team, which is they're a talented team for sure, but I just don't think man, their defense really isn't that good. They're giving up points to everybody. You know they gave up twenty three to the Bucks, which okay whatever that's not bad. But then they gave up thirty four to the Raiders. Now they're coming back giving up thirty seven to the Packers. I feel like any team in the league, minus the Eagles and the Jets, could put up thirty points on this team. I really do. So. Saints are not going to be a problem moving forward. Drew Brees' career is over. The Saints are dead. And that was my one win of the weekend was the Packers-Saints. 
Yes, my one win. I went one and four. One and four. That's just the reality of where I'm at right now. Can't figure this fucking league out. All right, let's move on to something that should be a lot of fun. Uh, let's just do my messages before I give out my Monday Night Football pick. I know people will be like, well, you can give up Monday Night Football pick, Derek. You suck. Well, I'm undefeated on Monday Night Football right now, so I got a streak going on. I'm 4-0. I made three picks in week one on Monday Night Football. I made a pick last week. I'm 4-0 on Monday Night Football, so you know you might want to pay attention to that. I'm kind of hot. But let's move on to the inbox to see what people are saying. First message, ha, 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 ha. I have been listening to the Billy Madison Show for years and I've always loved the show, Billy Madison Show, obviously, the uh, main radio show that I do. This is just a podcast that, well, it's not for fun because I do have a sponsor, Blue Chew, and I'm getting paid for it. But still, it's just a little side project. Anyways, I've been listening to the Billy Madison Show for years and I've always loved the show, except for your awful minimal contributions. Contribution? Contribu- contributions. So it brings me great joy to know that you have a podcast that is also a loser just like you. I will continue to listen to the Billy Madison show and just pray Billy eventually wakes up and realizes you suck. That was from Hydra four, five, three, four, two, three. Well, Hydra, um, I, I, I mean, you're not a fan of mine, so I don't really, I don't have a response there. I mean, you, okay, cool. Like you think I suck, but you're still going to listen to like everything I do. And then also message me. I mean, you might have a bit of a problem, a bit of an obsession, Hydra, I think I'm great on the Billy Madison show. Um, I think Billy loves my contributions. And the last thing that he thinks is that they're minimal, but that is your opinion. You just sound like a stuck up bitch who doesn't laugh at anything. All right. You take yourself too serious. If you don't understand that I'm joking on that show, like I don't, I don't even give a shit. Okay, cool. Great message, Hydra. Thank you. Uh, this one's from Robert. He said, be honest. How much have you lost this year? Well, I probably haven't lost because, okay, so I have a rule. If I give out a pick on a podcast, I'm putting a bet in on it. I've had that rule for a couple years now, and I have. I've always stuck to that because if I'm going to say it on the podcast, I'm going to bet on it. Um, so week one, I was down 440 bucks, but on Monday Night Football, I made 300 And then week two, I made uh, $290. And then another hundred on Monday Night Football, and then this past week I lost three hundred and forty. So if you add all that up between Monday Night Football picks and my Thursday picks, I'm only down. I'm only in the whole ninety bucks. That's really not that bad. I know it sounds bad because week one I went oh four and one, and then you know this week I go one and four. But I had a great week last week, and my Monday Night Football picks have been killing it. So all in all, I'm only in the whole ninety bucks on this podcast, which is. You know, not a big deal. I know that is going to sound shocking and people probably won't believe it. But if you go back, I mean, these podcasts are, you know, if anybody wants to verify that, you can. You can go back. You can listen to all my picks. You can do the math yourself. It's 110 to win 100. Add all that up. That's going to be negative 90 bucks. So it's not as bad as you think. Just because I had a bad week doesn't mean I'm doing bad overall. And that's what I got to explain to this little bitch, Daniel, just because he had one good week and it wasn't even a good week. He went three and two. So it's nothing to write home about. He did better than me, but whatever. He's not going to do better than me as the season goes on. Maybe he will, but that would fucking suck to lose to a cuck like that. Because that's all Daniel is. Daniel's a fucking cuck. I even just saw on Twitter, he said, my last tweet of the night, Derek went one and four. I went three and two. I should be four and one, but Rams got robbed. 
No, nobody. No, you you deserve to lose that game. He said, "I'm a cuck, and I won. Alpha zero, betas one. Good night." Yeah, that's that's you're a cuck. You're definitely a cuck. Uh, next message though. Hey Derek, I'm probably your biggest fan. My wife gets so annoyed because I'm always quoting everything you do. With that said, if anybody that listens to your podcast actually follows your plays, they are fucking stupid and don't pay attention because I'm pretty sure you have never won. Take care, bro. Big fan, Waterman. Well, I got a couple things here. First, do you, is who calls you Waterman? Is that like, <laughs> that might be the, the worst nickname I've ever heard in my life. And what does it even mean? Like, do you deliver water for a living? Who the fuck calls you Waterman? I, I've heard Aquaman. I've never heard Waterman. Um, and that's not true, Waterman. I don't always lose. Last week, I literally went four and one, and I hit the Monday night football pick. Like, it's such a misperception that I always lose. So, fuck you guys. Honestly, and I mean that. Fuck you. When I say it, I mean it. So I don't always lose. I had a bad week, Waterman, but I'll bounce back. And I'll bounce back starting tonight with the Chiefs and the Ravens. I got that pick coming up. Hang hang tight. All right, next message. I got a couple more. Derek, please help. I bet $100 on the Browns this weekend to win by six, and they did. But my book only paid me $90. This is my first bet I've ever placed, and I don't understand why I didn't make $100. I thought you get back what you bet. Muscle Mel. <laughs> Muscle Mel. Uh, man, you guys got some weird-ass names. All right, Muscle Mel, let me explain it to you here. This is not going to make sense for a lot of people, but this is how gambling works. So there's there's a price you pay that's called, some people call it a VIG, the juice, whatever it is. And it is basically what the book, that, that that's what they make. That's how they make money. So in order for you to win $100, Mel, usually you have to bet 110 And that's my standard bet. Like, my standard bet is I bet $110 to win 100 And if you look when you're betting, like if you're clicking on the Browns and it says minus 6, there's another number next to it that usually says like minus 110 or minus 120, minus 130. You got to pay attention to that number because it's telling you what the payout is. Sometimes it might be a plus, like, let's just say tonight you took the Chiefs on the money line, which means they're going to win the game outright, even though they're underdogs. That I think they're like plus, you know, 160, 165. What that would mean is that if you bet $100, it would pay you $160, $165. So you got to pay attention to what that second number is next to the point spread. So like I said, if you go back and look, or if you look this week, you'll see, you know, this team – minus three and then there'll be another number by it that says like minus it's usually minus 110 and that just means you have to bet 110 dollars to win 100 if you bet 100 you're going to win 90 that's how that works so mel your book is not broken that is just how betting on sports works it's very confusing to a lot of people but that's also how the book stays in business along with collecting my losses uh okay let's go last message here Derek. i'm sorry bro but you fucking suck I mean, Daniel did better than you. I personally went 7-0 and this weekend. Maybe I should start a podcast. That's from YOLO6969. Uh, yeah, fucking right, YOLO. You went 7-0 and this weekend. That's what everybody tries to tell me. 
The only difference is, is that you can pull up my podcast and you can see what my picks are. Everybody else goes 7-0, 6-1, and 10-0 in their fucking heads because they're liars. I challenge you, YOLO. Send me your picks before the games kick off on Sundays. And I bet you are garbage. I mean that. People think they're hot shit until they actually start writing their picks down or actually betting on what they say. When you don't bet on them or nobody else can verify that, you can be, I mean, you're just fucking, you're telling a fairy tale. So I don't believe shit you say, YOLO, until you prove it to me. And by the way, uh, if you're listening, so last week a guy named Caesar messaged me and challenged me and said that I couldn't have back-to-back winning weeks. He bet me $100. I accepted that challenge. Caesar, check your inbox because I did DM you. I'm a man of my word. I'm gonna, I pay my debts as long as you're not like a company or something like, you know, like water, electric, and stuff like that. Like if you're a person, I pay my debts to you. And um, so, yeah, check your inbox because I, I DM to see if you have like a cash app or Apple Pay or something like that. But anyways, that's going to do it for the direct Derek messages. Inbox is always open. BMS underscore Derek on Twitter or on Instagram. Or you can always email me. It's DerekHatesNard at gmail.com. So if you want to shoot me something over there, I do appreciate your messages. And I could tell this week is obviously going to be a good week because I had a ton of them. So, uh, oh yeah, Monday Night Football. So I do got to play tonight. Monday Night Football, huge game. Chiefs in the in the Ravens. Very exciting. Um, Ravens three and a half point favorites. It is in Baltimore. I am taking the Chiefs plus three and a half. You know, for obvious reasons. I know Baltimore's look good, but let's see what they can do against the Chiefs. Because the Ravens played the Texans and they played the Browns. They look good. You know, they look honestly. Some people probably say they look better than the Chiefs, but I just think there's something to it when you got Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Patrick wants to solidify himself as the number one. Not that, you know, if he loses, it's not saying that he's not. It's just a loss. You know, week three, it's not a big deal. But I like the Chiefs to keep the keep the game close. I like for them to test the Ravens tonight. And uh, I also kind of like for, for them to win. But I'm going to take the safe bet and go with the plus three and a half. Again, I have not lost on Monday night this year. So, you know, if you're going to fade me just because I went one and four this weekend, do it with caution. Do your thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I wanted to read this message, too. Fuck, I'll just I'll save it for Thursday. Whatever. This this message really pissed me off. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll save it for Thursday. Okay, so coming up, though, I'll be back Thursday with uh, week four's picks in the NFL. I uh, appreciate my sponsor, Blue Chew. Thank you so much. Thank you to everybody for listening. And I'm glad you guys had a good weekend because I got my ass beat. So I know that a lot of you enjoyed it and you made sure to let me know about it. So thank you, you kind souls. And we'll be back. We'll be back on Thursday. Can't wait. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.